Carpet Time is brought to you by Discovery Education. That's say good morning, but it's good afternoon. It is it. it? Is good, after, good afternoon. It's good afternoon. We're good both afternoon. feeling a bit uh, tired and, and worn out, aren't we? <laughs> I don't even um, know what day it is. I don't know. I spent... No, you agree, but you were, you were the same. In fact, I think it was you that said this. You spent all of yesterday thinking it was Tuesday. I did. Turns out it was Wednesday. I know, I know. Who'd have thought and it? now, look, the week's over. The week's nearly over. We're at hump of the week. We're past it. But, I mean, we're well into <laughs> we are, we are past it, let's face it. Well, I think yeah. we, we yeah. really are past it. I feel past well, it. The th- this morning, it, I feel a bit do you know too... what, what, what got me this morning was um, you recorded um, a live webinar with Guy Dudley from NEHT. Oh, he, he's amazing, he's just, isn't he? Isn't he? What a calm he's the bat p- phone. persona. He is. He is Can you imagine phone. when you put that bat signal up and Guy answers the phone and... And then, but and, and he knows what to say, but he doesn't know just what to say. He knows how to, how say. to say. You can it. imagine that you could say, "Guy, the, the school's burning down, and there's children escaped, and everything. They're in the wild." And, and Guy would just say <laughs> something. It's okay, okay. Well, this is what you need to do. Here's what you do. Yeah, that's right. And you know, he'd be the he'd be the one that get you through it. But do you know what I thought was was interesting? It, it, when I say it depressed me, it it just made me stop a little bit. Was the idea that we've got parents bringing children into school, God love them, they, you know, they're not making these decisions or having these thoughts. You know, COVID idiots that are denying that COVID-iots. this... COVID idiots. COVID idiots. Yeah, have you heard not heard that. of COVID idiots? Yes, that. we've got no, all these COVID idiots that, yeah. that are in complete denial that anything's happening. Yeah, yeah, and head teachers and teachers are having to deal with these deal people. With coming into school and saying there is no pandemic i don't need to wear a mask it's just the flu and things like that. and i just thought oh wow you know and i thought we all feel completely worn out and now they after all that 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 whole summer of sitting what the press thought they were just sitting back and enjoying themselves when they've been furiously busy and now oh like you said you know on the knees taping out yep, two right. meters apart yeah, and everything right. yeah they, and now they've got yeah. parents coming into school it's like a scene from 28 days later it's all we need is zombies coming down is, the corridor is there anything and the whole thing would be complete wouldn't it and i just think it's utter nonsense because that was a question that came in from uh, it was it, I, from that an was an actual question yeah. and it was backed up by a parent other. being abusive and i'm assuming right. there were uh, i think there were head teachers actually that some of these or teachers that, that were saying, yeah, that, that's that's actually a thing. Isn't that remarkable? But we see it all the time. But luckily, you know, it's, it's supermarket workers and now teachers and head teachers are having to deal with people who put them at risk by that stance. And I just thought it was quite, it? quite, quite remarkable. Yeah. It is extraordinary, isn't it? Yeah. But like you said in a previous one, um, of all the people to sort of steer us out of this, uh, yeah, teachers. Uh, I was going to say paralysis, but 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 I, I was going to say gloom as well. No, actually, yeah, a bit gloomy, really. Yeah, maybe it's the, I think maybe it's the weather today. Don't know. Yeah, maybe. But the be- very best people to sort of bring us out of that is teachers, isn't it? It's their sunny approach, you know. And and I think I've said this before. I'm sure on a podcast that optimism really really when you think about it it's just a place you choose to live in really i think you can actually think. yeah you can and yeah. i did occasionally you know i think i need to again because mm. i haven't done that for a while i think i i've i feel a bit gloomy i think but I, I i think in the past i've woken up looked out the window you should never really just do window gazing i looked out the window <laughs> a bit, and i remember feeling come on what are you actually properly upset or miserable about really i couldn't remember <laughs> what <Well>, I was <laughs> just, just didn't feel it so I said right and I remember vividly 
seeing like an old-fashioned light switch, just literally from on to off. Yeah. And I remember flicking it yeah. from pessimistic to optimistic. Yeah. And I remember, and there, I remember that particular day, it was a wrench. It was like it was a giant switch. Mm. And it was almost as big as me, and I had to sort of physically push it over, click, yeah. into the optimism side. Yeah. And I remember for the rest of that day, I was irritatingly optimistic. <laughs> But I actually had a good day and I actually enjoyed it. Yeah. It's hard to do, like, isn't it? I mean, I've got the strength to flick the switch at the yeah, moment. <laughs> yeah, it's exactly. That, that's what I'm thinking. Do you know what I mean? I, I was um, in the middle of lockdown and everything, and everything's dated by lockdown, isn't it? You know, yeah, there, there we are. We, we, we thought long yeah. and hard, and we should we reference lockdown. But it, this is a, a, a global significant event. And so it'd be strange not to mention it. And I remember taking out, I, I live in an, an apartment, so shared rubbish facilities. And I bumped into one of my neighbors in, in the, the bin shed. And he looked, and I said, "How, how, are, you, how are you coping?" Uh, and everything. And he went, "Well, apparently we've all got mental health now." I said, "Oh, oh, really? We've, got we, we've all got mental health now, apparently, and we've all got to do this well-being stuff." And I, "Oh, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah." That's pretty important. Pretty important. And uh, <laughs> but it just really, it just really tickled me that that he, you know, we we've all got this mental health thing. But, um, you know, the past few weeks. Two two and a half uh, month month and a half filming with all these amazing you you call them the League of Extraordinary the Teachers the League of Extraordinary Teachers which I think yeah. is is marvelous League of Extraordinary Teachers yeah, this yeah. is the superheroes who yeah. are, with a super team working on the Pathway Program yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. and uh, Professor Tim and Doctor Dennis Guiney do you know just being in the room with them mm. I felt I had a sunnier disposition than I did at mm. the beginning you know yeah they're tremendously optimistic mm. people. Yeah, and and that that sort of that sunny sort of resilience. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, terrific people to hang around with. Actually, yeah, but I think I just need to ring up Tim and say hello. Really <laughs> chat, you know, can you help me find my switch that I need to flip yeah, to optimism yeah, again? That's yeah, that's true. Actually, but yeah. black dog, you know, I get that. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's not easy to just flick a switch, is it? Sometimes, sometimes we can, and sometimes we can't. It's quite hard to do. I know I struggle with that. You know, sometimes you, you think I, I know there's a switch there somewhere, but I just can't, I just can't find it. Yeah, yes, yeah, true. I do feel that. I do feel, and I've certainly felt that the last few days. Whether that's because the children are back at school now, mm. I think it might be linked to that. Mm. And I'm not, because obviously yeah. I work in a school now, yeah. and I'm acutely aware of that at the moment. I think I keep on banging on. So it must be tough. Place. So 12 months but, ago, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, it was the beginning you, of term, yeah. Yeah, so yeah, that, yeah, that's yeah. when you... Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so, so well, Monday would have been an inset day for me. Yeah. Lots of tables. Yeah. Big pens. Yeah. Big paper. <laughs> Right? Yeah, yeah. Mix up the different key yeah. stages and things. So yeah. we're all sitting with different people that we perhaps yeah. wouldn't normally sit with. Yeah. And then you kind of brainstorm some ideas and things, you know. And uh, and then, uh, yeah, and then we'd just scurry off into the classrooms to spend the last couple of hours of the day preparing, <laughs> getting everything ready. Yeah. Uh, ready for the next day. Yeah. yeah. And I haven't had that. No. So, yeah, feeling that a bit. Well, that, that, the other thing that was said <laughs> this morning was, uh, I think it was Guy that said it, that... Um, Teachers, head teachers particularly, control freaks. <laughs> it's and so true. So I was, I was, you know, thinking again, it's like, well, we're being pushed into a situation where actually I'm sure Professor Tim would say that's not a good thing to be a control freak, but how can you not be a control freak? And especially right now when you are actually, you know, 28 days later, zombie movie style, putting out yeah. the, the tape, yeah, do not yeah. cross this line, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and having to wear protective equipment and everything. It's pretty tough, isn't it? But uh, you've got to the nub of it there, you know, mate, I think, because, I mean, some of the um, 
league of extraordinary teachers on this pathway program. Mm. Some of these experts are head teachers still. I mean, they're yeah, head they teachers are practicing now. heads. Yeah, Hannah, you know, Hannah Tudor. Oh, amazing, Shout out to amazing. Hannah. Hello, yeah, Hannah. yeah. Um, uh, running, running at what is an outstanding school now. It wasn't until she arrived. That's right. Yeah. Worked hard with her colleagues. Yeah. And now it's an outstanding school. If you just put yourselves in her shoes, right, this week. So, as I said on the webinar that we did this morning, mm. I should explain, we were on that webinar with yeah, Guy Dudley, right, yeah. who's running the advice hub for Pathway. He, was yeah. head of, he is head of advice seven, at seven NHT. Seven years at yeah. NHT. Yeah. Head of advice mm. at NHT, on the back phone to head teacher mm. every day. But, um, we were, but we, yeah, we were talking this morning about what's facing teachers at the moment. Mm. And I said that, you know, the two things that schools need, rather like banks, I think, financial institutions, are certainty and control. And yep. I think both of those two things have been yeah, in very, true. very short supply. Yeah. So back to Hannah, there she is, you can imagine, or any head teacher really, this week, you are the person who provides certainty mm. and control on you. And yet behind you, as in those to whom you account and those who they are accountable to, I'm trying to get up to the <laughs> yeah, secretary of yeah. edu education. All the way to the, yeah. To Whitehall. Yeah. 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 Well, I don't want this to be too political, but <laughs> how much certainty is coming from there? Do you know what I, I mean? Well, See, yeah. what are you going to do? You're going to fake it? I mean, how, how does right. Hannah project the strength and courage and certainty and control that she has in spade loads yeah. when nobody's topping it up for her? That's do you right. know what I mean? Who's supplying her with that certainty? Yeah. And I, just I, have I, to I can't remember. She, she mentioned Amazing. this in, in her course that she did. Amazing. Was just how you do, you know, it, the, the whole faking it thing is you are it. You know, you are it. That's you what have I mean. To, that's the thing, isn't it? Yeah. That's so who I do mean. you go to? So you, you've got the people around you and everything, those closest to yeah. you. You've got your friends. Yeah. You've got the, your SLT, hopefully, the, the, and your even governors and everything that, that hopefully you, you can share your concerns with and everything. But you have to project. You have to project ultimate confidence and control at all times. And that's pretty tough, especially right now. Even when your staff can see behind you... Um, <laughs> Uh, politicians are flip-flopping like nobody's business. Yeah. I've never seen anything like it, really. That's and right. I understand there are reasons for that. I'm not really going to get into that. No, I wouldn't no, want to no. be in their shoes either, so I get no, it. No. But but they're not exactly providing that certainty that we need. And yet the head teacher stood just in front of them, who's got the community there, mm. needs to project certainty yeah. or, or self-assuredness, you know. Do you know yeah. what I mean? And as David Gumbrell says, another another member of this amazing pathway team, who's a, a former head teacher, primary head teacher yeah, for a long time, yeah, who's now a resilience sort of expert. Yeah, he was coach. great. I liked oh, his brilliant. messaging. Wasn't very, brilliant. very good. And yeah. he said in his course, he said, look, Andrew, he said, you, as a head teacher, you, you're required to fill everybody's cup. You can't fill everyone's cup from an empty cup. <laughs> ah, yeah, yeah. And that's so beautifully put. Very well so put. I think, you know, heads off, uh, heads off, hats off, yeah. Hats off to the head teachers at the moment who are there from day one, mm. filling everybody's cups yeah. with energy and enthusiasm and optimism and all certainty and all those things, safety, mm. yep. uh, reassurance. And yet they themselves, I don't know who's filling their cups at the moment. No. I and think they're not. That's right. You know which I mean? is why this well-being piece is just so, so absolutely yeah, yeah. vital because it's it's then it's how you interface that with the rest of your your life. You know, we always talk about, uh, oh, it's just annoying actually with people say, how's your home life? How's your work life? And it's not, well, actually, it's just my life. It's just my life. And how I am there and how I am here is, is all interlinked. And if you just look after one thing, which is, I guess, where you came from with um, Pathway in the first place, it's about personal, it's professional, it's everything, isn't it? It's got to be backed up by that. But how do you find that space and how do you find that ability to, well, you've got to be open, you've got to be able to 
have relationships. It's it's tough, isn't it? It's really, really tough. And I was so lucky two weeks ago when um, we filmed the very last programme, which is the Wellbeing Programme. It was, yeah. And it was a poor, filthy wet day down in Oxfordshire, actually, is where we did it. And um, studio down there. And it was absolutely filthy wet. <laughs> and uh, I arrived slightly late because the traffic was really bad. And I got there. And uh, Professor Tim O'Brien and his writing partner, Dr. Dennis Gunny, were there, stood outside, uh, smart, in their suits, <laughs> soaked, <laughs> completely <laughs> sodden. <laughs> And I sort of was saying, look, you know, should we wait until we dry off sort of thing, you know, and then and before and he said, no, 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 this is fine. I'll just do it like that. And yeah, absolutely. They brought the camera out outside in the rain and Tim filmed the introduction to his program soaked. And he said, and it was, it was brilliant. He said, you know what? He said, well-being, what is well-being? Well, is it all about sunshine and salads? Yeah, yeah. And I thought that's genius. I thought he was so clever so because when clever. I looked at that and, I, and yeah. it started off and you could see on his, yeah, on his yeah, suit, yeah. Yeah, he's absolutely suit. drenched. And then he starts off and you think, oh, you, you clever thing there. You Shall we listen to it? Ah, that's a great right, idea. So Let's if you're listening listen. to this, you've got to imagine... A soggy. Yeah, it's, it's not. It's not, <laughs> drizz, it's not drizzling. Who's the friendliest man? I have to say, he has the friendliest Isn't face he? as well. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's such a friendly person to be with. He really is, and so is Dennis as well. Oh, yeah. Brilliant, brilliant experts to be with. But you have to imagine a rain-soaked Tim <laughs> talking to the camera uh, about what well-being is and what it isn't. Yeah, let's listen to fantastic. Good idea, yeah. Well-being. What is it? So many people are talking about it, but what actually is it and what isn't it? Now look, could it be salads and sunshine and yoga? Is it all about that? Or could your well-being be high in the pouring rain? I'm Tim O'Brien. I'm a professor of psychology and human development, and I've been researching in this field for many years. And I've researched for many years with Dr. Dennis Guiney, who is a psychologist, a child and adolescent psychologist, into teacher well-being and leader well-being. And we've looked at what is well-being, and we'll do that in this course. We will also look at what well-being is in your personal life, your professional life, and in your school. We also take a look at critical reflection. What is reflection and how do you do it? How do you make sense of the world? So in the programme, we tend to look at two ways of looking at well-being. So one is a way which is um, quite popular in some schools that we've worked in, which is that um, it's something you can measure. Right, right. So uh, the UK government, um, at the moment have 43 measurements of national well-being. 43? 43. Um, and they move up and down each one. And uh, how they, they, how do they, they define well-being as how we are doing. Mm. How we're doing? Yeah, that's the government okay. definition as individuals and as communities and as a, as a country. And um, in the last, March 2019, the last data, uh, virtually all were either flat or up. So, uh, for, and the, so the claim is that we're getting happier as an element of well-being. Really? 
Yeah, but things that are down are trusting politicians and uh, attending cultural events is another one that we do less of that. So there's 43 indicators of how we are doing and there are people who believe that you can measure it. And some schools measure it and we've been asked, and we've been asked yeah, haven't yeah. we? Yeah. We've been asked, can you help us measure our staff wellbeing or wellbeing for children? Well, now you begin to do that. Um, well, and there are measurements for there it. Are, yeah. Yeah, there, there are, are measurements. measurements. Yeah. So they're usually for larger communities though, aren't they? Just like mm. the Warwick Edinburgh scale is one. And um, so there are measurements to do it, and that's one way of looking. And the other way of looking is to say you just can't measure it at all. Right. It's completely fluid. Right. And it's alterable. Right. And even within the time of this discussion in someone's day, their well-being can alter. Right. So why would you measure it? Why would you believe it could even be measured? So we take that as the sort of framework for people to work through and critically reflect on. And then we take two aspects of well-being. One, which the literature across many cultures, this has been sort of explored. Um, one is uh, known as hedonic well-being, mm. but not hedonic in the sense that it's used in the sort of vernacular of like sensual pleasure and stuff mm -hmm. like this. But, mm -hmm. So it's about having uh, maximizing pleasure in a good way uh, mm. and minimizing pain. Mm. And then if pleasure in your life is high, your well-being is good. You would say mm. your well-being yeah, is Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if you've got a lot of pain in your life, uh, your well-being is low or poor, however you might define it. And of course, a critique of that way of looking at well-being is that it's just not sustainable because life involves suffering and pain. Yeah. And then the other one that we look at is eudaimonic well-being, which comes, which is a Greek word, and it comes from, um, it means uh, having a good spirit or a good soul. Right. Uh, and that is much more about uh, what we refer to it in the in the program as well living. Right. So it's about uh, have, uh, having meaning and purpose in your life and living according to virtues or values, depending how you describe them. Uh, some of those would be integrity, honesty, courage. Actually, is one. Um, and so we ask people to look at this and say, because you have to remember, and I'm sure many people have said this, but this program is about you as a person as well as you as a teacher. Mm. So you look yeah. and say, well, what am I looking for mm. in my mm. life? And to reflect mm. on it and say, well, hang on a second. Mm. In terms of doing, I'm doing this stuff. But in terms of being, being. and well-being, all of this is counterintuitive to feeling good about myself or feeling good about myself as a teacher. So what might I change? And well, we don't know any programs that are looking at it in that way. Well, do you know what I loved about spending time with him is that he, like me, I hope, says, um, it's okay to look after yourself. Yeah. It's not a self-indulgent thing to do. That's right. Do you know what I mean? In fact, yeah. you actually need to. Mm -hmm. And um, I don't think it's Tim who said what I'm about to say. Someone else said to me recently. Who was it? Somebody. Anyway, I've met so many amazing mm -hmm. people on this pathway program. Um, or it might, or it might even have been you who <laughs> said this. Yeah. Um, that on an aeroplane, the first thing you need to do is to put your fix your own mask to yourself. God forbid, in an emergency, you you fix the the mask to yourself yeah. first, yeah. and then you attend to everyone else. And I see that as a similar sort of thing, isn't it? You yeah. must address your own. You must. You must yeah. address your own mental health and well-being yeah. and support it before you can really be in a, in a position to support others. Yeah. And that's really what we're trying to do in this pathway program, isn't it? That's right. Especially and, with Tim. No, it's true. And actually just extending that analogy a little bit as well, it feels somehow self-indulgent to put your own mask on first. 
you know, there's an instinct, isn't there, that you just think, no, I should yeah. be helping yeah. somebody yeah. else, actually. Yeah. It's not just a, a principle. It's actually very, very hard to do. And so we, we, we put too much into um, bottling up and pushing away and, you know, compartmentalizing all of those phrases, our own issues, and then expected to be then to give 100% to other Always. people's issues and everything. Always. It's not indulgent. It's not self-indulgent. It's vital. I'm thinking back now. And I hope I don't get upset while saying this, but you may, I'm sure you've had similar mm. days. If I, I'm pretty sure you've had similar days. Where <laughs> as a teacher, mm. you go in and you, I don't know, it might be towards the end of the week. Maybe, yeah, Thursday afternoon. Yeah, it'd probably be about now, actually, to be honest. <laughs> yeah. Where you go in uh, to the next, maybe it's been a quick afternoon break or something. You go in, you've got another couple of lessons to go. And you're beginning to give the sort of little opening piece at the beginning and getting mm. the kids really revved up and ready to go. Yeah. And you actually feel like crying? Yes. Have yes. you had those moments? Oh, yes. Gosh, I've had those. Yes. Have you? I've had those oh, days. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And occasionally, I've actually popped into the stock cupboard to yeah. imagine that I need to go and get a couple of extra yes, exercise yeah, I've books done that. I've done because that. I've yeah. been upset. Yeah. Just stuff. Yeah. Nothing specific, just stuff sometimes. Right. It gets on top of you sometimes. You just feel a bit under the weather and you feel a bit upset. But as a teacher, mm. you have to keep on and on and on because you, you can't have an off day where you go a bit easy on yourself that's right i'm not suggesting for a moment that people who work in offices as opposed no. to teaching have easy days no. i'm not saying that at all of course no no but what you can do when you're not in front of a class is go and have an extra cup of coffee stand by the photocopier for a little bit mm. maybe even walk around the block mm. or be very quiet in front of your computer actually, and carry on doing whatever it is that you've got to quiet. do yeah yeah, yeah. And not i'm have not to saying engage. it's easier it's not yeah no but it's that engagement bit isn't it it is and the, t yeah. and the children are watching you that's right aren't they? they're looking at you and their ability and to understand and to take in what you're saying is yeah, directly yeah. linked to yeah. how you give that so if you give it in a flat lifeless yeah. upset yeah. way your demeanor True. is that then they're not getting it and you know that so you actually t you ramp it up and there, there are times and, and again you know i don't want to sound over dramatic but the times when you're you're standing there and you think parts of my life are falling apart or something, you know, dramatic is happening and everything. Happens, and yeah. you're, you're, yeah. you're actually, and at the end of the day, yeah. you think, yeah. how was I able to do yeah, that? But, absolutely. but then as every teacher will know, every, everyone that has to be in this situation will know there is a cost to that. And it's an attrition. Right. It's an attritional cost. So true. Mm. That is so true. And if you ignore that, it's going to, Eventually, I think that is definitely going to be one of the things where, where, which forces you into a position where you say, do you know what? I'm not sure this is for me, actually. That's eventually. Exactly. You know what I mean? yes. And that's yeah. not for, and I keep on saying that's not because of a lack of CPD opportunities. No. You know what I mean? Why do we always think, we, we see a glum teacher and we throw him on, the, throw a CPD course. Go on a course. Yeah. Exactly right. Do you know what I mean? Mm. So I, I think, I think you're right there. You mustn't ignore that. You have to really attend mm. to that and really look after yourself precisely so that you can look after those who are with you but it is nutrition and you do feel spent yeah, you do you? you do feel spent actually yeah, yeah. by the end of, and, by and the it end builds of and builds and builds which build, is yeah, why it's so important it does, yeah. and let's not forget as well it's important to model healthy um ways of dealing with this to the children in our care as well of course you know point. it is okay it is okay to not be bubbly and joyous and full of life and joie de vivre all day long you know yeah. and everything yeah we want to give our best and we want to do that and we do 
we do. But at the same time, and I, and I think that there's, there, are, there is good moves out there in parts of society at the moment and people talking about mental health issues, and that is an, an amazing thing to do. And we need to be more and more open about that around teaching and, and all professions where you are in contact with people all the time. It's part of your job. Do you know what? I couldn't agree more on that. And one of the reasons why I think I'm so proud of this pathway thing mm. I'm sorry to keep talking about this pathway thing, but it's so relevant. Well, it's it's it's, it's been your life and well, our lives for the past. I think past it's because as a teacher, and a half, I'm just so excited about it. Yeah, because, and I was going to say, one of the things that I'm most proud of is that we really do talk about those things you've just mm. listed. So we talk about resilience yeah. and motivation, yeah, and supporting others' motivation, mm. supporting others' moti- uh, uh, resilience, and aspiration and ambition, and all those invisible perhaps fragile things mm. we we actually openly and freely talk about the fragility of being a teacher we do actually yeah we do. in several courses we talk about yeah. that we talk about um the human behind the behind the, the teacher yes, you know, it's, it's a the, very exposing teacher. profession yeah we do you it is exposed. it is and and that's what we wanted to do with pathway we wanted mm. to really get up close and personal and yeah and, and to these experts that we're working with Above all, they're very human, aren't they? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And I love that. And they've they've shared. If you think of some of the conversations we've had on camera, my golly, they've they've shared some really private moments where they've been mm. uh, vulnerable and yeah. have had tough times. One and of they've the th- shared. That. One of the things that struck me was really um, working with the the company that um, our film company, uh, EY3 Media, who are amazing people great friends now you know they're they're incredible people incredibly creative and everything but what was really interesting to me was we'd we'd get to the point because of course everything's been compressed because of the global situation and everything so we're working at quite a pace here to to get this done and you'd get these emails from Haley, and she'd say just we've finished editing this course and everything and she'd say something i have to say i found this quite moving every time you know uh, and everything and and this this and other people in the team that have been filming it and at the end of it they're going wow that really got yeah, to me. I know, I found and that. you think, okay, well, th- this is, isn't this the beauty of education? Isn't it one of the most joyous things about education is illumination, enlightenment, involvement, openness, and everything. It never stops. No, it, it never, never stops. stops. And then, you know, it, it's kind of a, almost a meta thing here. We're talking education about education becomes educative for those that are outside education. Yes, it is. It's amazing. But, 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 it is. <laughs> but it is because it comes back to what you've always said, which is that teachers are not just knowledge delivery systems. No, you say, not, you said they? that a lot. Yeah. And so we're kind of filling in all the other gaps now, which I'm yeah. really pleased about. Yeah. To recognize, taking a step back and recognizing the whole teacher. Well, hashtag the whole teacher. Hashtag that's, the whole that's, teacher, that's, isn't it? That's, that's yeah. what we talk hashtag about. And it's, it's a thing. Yeah. Hashtag whole the whole human teacher, beings. Yeah. 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 So, Okay, well, I feel a little bit better because, I mean, I, I have to say... I, we started I off a bit glum, didn't we? I did, actually. No, we well, both did. I did, yeah. 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 We are talking about the effort required to flick that switch. Yeah. Whew, it's a heavy switch sometimes, all the way across to, to sunny and optimistic. But um, do you know what I think I've learned in the last 20 minutes? It's a mm. good idea to talk about it. Well, it is. Isn't it, really? And, and isn't it... <laughs> it, it, it to talk it about it. And it's great. So if... if, yeah. if like us, yeah. you've got a friend, and I yeah. consider you to be a great yeah, friend. If you've absolutely. got a friend yeah. and someone yeah. can empathise yeah, and everything, there's nothing it. better than than talking about these things openly. And not, not with any way to try and solve a problem or anything, but just to be open, just to listen. And well, just my to... wife always says to me, she knows when I'm not okay. And I always say, how do you know? And she says, because whenever I ask you, you always say the same two words. 
I'm fine. I'm fine. <laughs> and it's that phrase, I'm fine. Yeah. And I'm one of those listening, uh, those people listening I'm now, sure I wonder how many times we use that phrase. That. Yeah. I'm, I'm fine. Yeah. I'm fine. Yeah. And as David Gumbel says in his brilliant, brilliant course on resilience, it's okay to pause and say, actually, I'm not fine. Mm. I'm not fine. And Tim would probably say, with all his oh, he experience would. and expertise, oh, he would. Yeah. it's okay to say that. In fact, you need to say that. Actually. You do. do. you know what I mean? Yeah. It's healthy. <laughs> it's healthy, isn't it, actually? Yeah. yeah. And that, that's yeah. what we want. We want healthy, cared for, yeah. loved teachers in our schools. Yeah. And we want everyone to see them for what they are, human beings. Yeah. So you're going to have a cup of tea? Great idea. Let's do it. Let's do it. Mm.